Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I'm excited to announce that we just launched my new book, The Fasting Transformation, a functional guide to burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of fasting. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting helps balance your blood sugar and improve your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in the body, how it optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and activates stem cells for deep cellular healing. Guys, I go through how fasting, I go through all the best science and research on intermittent and extended fasting and how to utilize it to help prevent or even heal from cancer, autoimmune conditions, digestive disorders, and neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Guys, the book goes over all the various research and practical applications for daily intermittent fasting, partial fasting, and extended fasting. This book is designed to help inspire and empower you to embrace a fasting lifestyle while also enjoying tasty and healthy foods at the right time to improve your metabolic flexibility and energy efficiency so you can burn fat for fuel and have all day energy. You are gonna love this book, so check it out. You can get it on amazon.com. We also have a website, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. That's drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. You can learn more about it. And of course, you can pick the book up on Amazon. You're going to love it. Thanks so much, guys. So this podcast is actually a conversation I had with my good friend, Jordan Rubin, developer of Ancient Nutrition and also the author of the best-selling book, The Maker's Diet. We actually had this discussion in 2018, so it's several years old, but the information is extremely relevant today. You guys are going to love the things we talk about, how we talk about gut health and collagen and intermittent fasting and ketosis and autophagy and all these really exciting Uh, nutritional approaches that can dramatically improve your health and your life. Jordan has a very powerful health story himself that you guys will will hear about too. And so guys, you guys are going to love this. And if you haven't taken the time to leave us a five-star review, please do that. When you leave a review, that actually helps us reach more people and impact more lives. And also subscribe to our channel. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new podcast so you never miss these important discussions. 
Thank you so much for doing that and being a part of our community. And let's go into the show. Welcome to the Keto Edge Summit, where we are dispelling the myths and helping empower you to improve your brain and your body and get an edge in life through the ketogenic lifestyle. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and I'm really excited about our guest today. It's a good friend of mine, Jordan Rubin. He has written how many books now? 27. 27 books. Uh, Of course, The Maker's Diet was probably the most popular New York Times bestselling book. Um, and he's done just so much. He's really a pioneer in the natural health world, and I'm excited to have him on because he's actually developing a ketogenic program, and our topic today is really the the keto-collagen lifestyle. We're gonna talk a lot about collagen, collagen protein, and how to incorporate this into your ketogenic lifestyle to get just overall better improvements, improvements with your skin, your hair, your nails, your muscles, your ligaments, and so we're going to go into detail on that, really break down the science and show you how to apply it. And so Jordan, always a privilege to be with you and really an honor to have you on our summit here. It's good to be here. Excited yes. to talk about what I would say are very ancient principles, missing nutrients, and simple, straightforward ways to improve your health. That's yeah. what life is all about. That, that is what it's all about. And especially, I mean, with your story, and, and there's going to be some people that have heard Jordan's story. It's a miraculous story, really inspiring for me. And, uh, you know, I want you to share your story, how you got into natural health and uh, to begin with. Well, first and foremost, I grew up <laughs> the son of a naturopath and a chiropractor. Yeah. I was let's say, indoctrinated into this message early on, but I didn't internalize it. I didn't own it. I would eat healthy in the house and eat junk wherever I could get it. And back then in the 70s and 80s, let's just say the natural food movement was not something that was cool or hip or in. Today, things have changed quite a bit. Absolutely. What we have believed for so long is now becoming pop culture, and I love it. So for me, I was somebody who wasn't, concerned about my health because I was very healthy. I was a teenager loving life on top of the world until I was on the bottom of the world. I was deathly ill, diagnosed with Crohn's disease, 18 other illnesses from diabetes to liver, prostate, heart issues. I had parasites, candida, you name it, wasted away to 104 pounds at six feet tall in a wheelchair, desperate for hope. 69 medical experts came and failed. I met a man who taught me how to eat from the Bible, a diet that was proven through history and confirmed by science, and it not only changed my way of eating, it changed my life. And I began to incorporate healthy fats, real foods, traditional foods, and the principles that we're gonna share today were beginning to permeate my life. And I committed to sharing this message with the rest of the world because these very principles transformed my life in just 40 days. I went from death to life, from sickness to health, and by the magic of modern technology, someone could right click my name and go to Google Images. Now, I'll warn you, there's another Jordan Rubin. He's a horror film author or writer, and my kids call him the bad Jordan Rubin, but I bet his kids call me the weird Jordan Rubin. So, um, But you'll see a before and after photo yeah. where I was emaciated, deathly ill, mm. and that moment of faith, I think, was the catalyst for me to get well. I knew God had a plan for my life, but it's hard to take that first step when you're emaciated, sick, ugly, and trapped in a prison that was your own body. So I have been well now for 
nearly 22 years. Time yeah. flies. I've been free of the disease that has claimed lives, has cost people their health, and I've dedicated my life to help people get well in body, soul, and spirit. And yeah. it's uh, been a privilege to do that. And I'm really excited to talk about the keto collagen lifestyle because these are not new principles. They have come of age. Right, exactly. We hadn't heard them before, but it's really something our ancestors were doing. Absolutely. And you know, your first really big hit book, The Maker's Diet, and I, I want to just you know thank you for writing that book because it was a life-changing book for myself. I suffered with irritable bowel syndrome. I dropped 30 pounds. I had orthostatic hypotension. Had no idea I could get better. And that book really opened my eyes to a lifestyle that I could take to get well. And uh, I know in that book, um, you talked a lot about chicken soup, right? And yes. so we're going to get into that because most people that are listening have had chicken soup. And I know you also talked about how in the 70s and 80s, there wasn't a whole lot when it came to natural health. And my mom's a naturopath. And so in the early 90s, she had us on a kind of a macrobiotic kind of hybrid diet. And so we would have tofu and lima beans and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, all the uh, unappetizing things. Yes. But one thing she did really well was we had chicken soup. We always had it. And it was always one of my favorite things. And it was like, when I would have that, I would just come alive. And so tell us why chicken soup is just so good for our body. There are so many reasons why broth is amazing. If you think about herbs, Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, the extraction of plant parts, we all believe is good for us. Whether it's green tea or rhodiola or ashwagandha or turmeric, hot water can do amazing things mm -hmm. when it is a delivery vehicle for something that's powerful. And so broth, is the extraction of whatever's put in it. And in this case, if it's chicken, you've got bones, ligaments, joints, tendons, and then you have meat. Now, I actually believe that the less meat in your broth, the better. Chicken soup is great, and I like to add vegetables and all kinds of things, but bone broth is better. Yeah. <clears throat> and what's interesting is bone broth provides us with the building blocks of our internal infrastructure and it's missing today. You know, if you think about natural health, we have come to certain truths. There's a balance of fats, omega-3 and omega-6 essential fatty acids. We get too much six and that's bad and too little three, but we wanna yeah. balance it. Almost everybody watching probably knows that. Yeah. You know that good germs need to outnumber the bad germs, right? right. There's a balance and most people are bad instead of good and they wanna be good instead of bad. Yeah. What I've been learning about is this ratio of what I'll call muscle building proteins mm -hmm. to connective tissue proteins. Yeah. And it's absolutely critical. Certainly muscle building proteins sound great, but at the end of the day, muscle building proteins can be a big challenge for a ketogenic diet. Why? Yeah. Because the body wants to create energy. Mm -hmm. And if you consume meat, if you consume eggs and dairy, even protein from grains, legumes, pulses, yeah. et cetera, to the exclusion of other foods. If you're consuming hundreds of grams of whey protein, if you're consuming loads of egg white, I'm gonna use that as an example because yeah. that was a big fad. Yeah. Your body can't absorb that much protein, nor does it need it. So what does it do? Turns it into sugar through a difficult and taxing process called gluconeogenesis. Yeah. So if you have too much muscle building protein, you're gonna burden your liver. You're going to accelerate aging because yeah. there can be 
a formation of advanced glycation end products. The list goes on and on. Yeah. Too much nitrogen taxing various systems of the body. Yeah. But think about this, and I'm gonna pause from that thought for a moment. In the old days, it was harder to eat an animal. Whether you raised them, because yeah. they were raised still sort of semi-wild, or you hunted them, you wouldn't dream of cutting the tenderloin out of the beef or bison yeah. and the breast out of the chicken. First of all, if you've ever seen a wild or yard chicken, they don't have a lot of white meat. Yeah. What they did was they made a one-pot meal, they ate the organs. They got everything they could out of it. My own grandmother, the youngest of eight in Poland, they had one chicken a week, big pot of chicken mm -hmm. soup, and she got the dregs. She got some broth, there's no meat left, some ligaments and tendons. She got what she would call schmaltz, which was the oil that floats to the top of the yeah. chicken soup. She ended up getting the best, she just didn't realize it. And growing up, I would see her serve me chicken, and we'd all eat the thigh and the breast, and she'd go in the back in the kitchen, I'd walk in and she's like nibbling on the bones. She also yep. was 82 years old, super great posture, yeah. never drove but would walk two miles with heavy groceries to cook us food. Point being, one would never dream of consuming the proteins found in meat without the proteins found hmm. extracted from the bones, joints, ligaments, tendons. They always made broth until about 100 years ago. And guess what's increased uh, since 100 years? There's been more knee replacements, hip replacements, yeah. more arthritis, more osteoporosis, more yeah. connective tissue disorders, more cosmetic surgeries. You name it, we are missing proteins that you would call collagenic yeah. proteins. <laughs> and best of all, if you're looking to follow a keto lifestyle, I believe that collagen proteins, which are characterized by the amino acids proline, glycine, and hydroxyproline, yeah greatly resists gluconeogenesis, mm. meaning you can't consume broth and have your body turn it into sugar easily because the broth naturally hydrolyzes or pre-digests those aminos. So what does it do? It goes exactly where you need it. Why does chicken soup serve as Jewish penicillin? Why is it good for the soul? Why did grandma and great-grandma and great-great-grandma recommend it? Because it's a healing substance and we have all but eliminated it. Even yeah. what we call broth these days is nothing more than bouillon, which is a bunch of junk right. uh, added with MSG. So yeah. the collagenic diet combining ancient principles of generating ketones as yeah. a byproduct of burning fat as fuel yep. and consuming collagenic substances was the ancestral yes. survival mechanism. Yep. And we have become fat, lazy, and broken because we're missing them. And, and we talked about sports off the air. Yeah. Can you believe how many injuries so many. to joints, ligaments, tendons? Yeah. Today, when I was a kid, a huge baseball fan, Tommy John surgery was one player every three teams right. in a decade. I think one of every three pitchers will have Tommy John surgery, the lateral ulnar ligament reconstruction. Seems like Ligament reconstruction. Yeah. But what about football this year? Yeah. Practically every star yeah. has either a tear of a tendon or a ligament, right. broken bones left and right. We have become a brothless generation. And yeah. I believe that combined with the fact that we are consuming too much protein, yeah. too much carbohydrate to the exclusion of fats, we are wearing ourselves out and we are an accident or a disease waiting to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I know in Chinese medicine, they talk about 
basically eating. So if you have a weakness in a certain organ or a certain area, you look for that in a healthy, sustainably raised animal and you consume that. And so it makes a lot of sense that, hey, the, the cartilage structure, that actually consuming that, it's gonna provide the raw materials for us to have really healthy cartilage, really, really healthy joint structure. And then the bone marrow inside of the bones, like I always say, hey, if you get a chicken wing, the healthiest part of the chicken wing is actually when you bite off the joint and you suck down the marrow inside. It kind of sounds gross, yeah, but I'm this sure is what that goes our, really far. This is what all of our ancestors Buffalo wild did. wings. You can yeah, do like a, there you go, yeah. exactly. So this is what all of our ancestors were doing Absolutely. and they were boiling it and getting that marrow out. And that's one of the reasons why that marrow is so supportive because bone marrow is where we produce Absolutely. red blood cells, Absolutely. white blood cells, so we get stronger you know, oxygen delivery, stronger immune function. So it's awesome. And, and so basically what you're saying is, hey, the amino acid structure of muscle meat, which is what most people are consuming when they're consuming chicken breast, different things like that, and that amino acid structure of the actual cartilaginous protein. So the, the kind of tough protein that most people in our society, because we're so used to muscle meat, we don't like the flavor of no. it. And so we don't like kind of the challenge, the chewing challenge that can oftentimes uh, accompany it. And so what you're saying is that that amino acid structure is different. And the difference there is going to help support ketosis and really building stronger, healthier joints. Well, and the benefits yeah. of ketosis, some will say, I'm on a ketogenic diet due to cancer or right. rheumatoid arthritis or yes. allergies. And I think it's amazing for that. But yes. the, the main benefits that the average person will experience involve energy, metabolism, and brain. Right. That's the calling card yes. of the keto zone, so to speak. Absolutely. And I believe that consuming collagen proteins or mm -hmm. amino acids greatly support that. And they allow you maybe not to build muscle from mm -hmm. a protein synthesis perspective, yeah. but they'll allow you to get in the gym one more day every two weeks. They'll right. allow you to be on the field more often because you yeah. will become pliable, flexible, and healthy. Yeah. I have a friend who I just talked to has uh, osteoarthritis. She's getting an injection of hyaluronic acid yeah. from rooster combs. That is what you find in broth. And certainly chicken broth's great. I'm partial to it because of the type two collagen. There's lots of different yeah. collagens. Fish broth's great. Red meat broth, whether yeah. it be lamb, venison, bison, yeah. soon yak and water buffalo mm. from my very own farm. But yeah. um, it's a balance and it's really, yeah. really exciting. And, and you know what's great is that collagen and broth products are all the rage in health food yes. stores and doctor's offices today. Yep. Finally, mm -hmm. this is something that's so full circle. When I was a kid, gelatin was sold in the health food store all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I didn't connect this. When people go in the hospital, when they get a tonsillectomy or when they have some kind of surgery, what do they get? Jello and chicken soup. Now it's yeah. cruddy jello and non-healthy non chicken soup, but it came from somewhere. Right. If they're gonna give you something, it's gonna be these clear liquids yes. and then jello is the first thing you eat, right? Yeah. Because it soothes the gut, mm -hmm. it soothes the joints, ligaments, tendons, and it's just such a missing piece. And I've yeah. said it before, collagen and bone broth are not miraculous. Mm -hmm. They're a missing puzzle piece. Right. If you're deficient in vitamin D and you take it, it'll be a miracle. Yeah. Get sun, it'll be a miracle. Yeah. If you have enough vitamin D and you take a capsule, it's not gonna do anything. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about deficiencies yeah. And what's what's sad is that 
science calls these amino acids non-essential, mm -hmm. and I beg to differ greatly. Mm. I believe they are as, as essential or more so yeah. than what the essential amino acids are. And all that nonsense about essential amino acid and protein availability score, it's based on raising broiler chicks and having them grow to a certain yeah. size. It's outdated, it is nonsense. Right, absolutely. And I mean, it's really ancestral, again, going back to the idea that we would eat from head to tail, right? So it was like, we would make, if we had an animal, we would consume the whole part of the animal. Nowadays, again, we're just really isolating the muscle meats, consuming the amino acids there. So these amino acids are really good for our body. Yes. We need them, but when they're out of proportion, yes. they're gonna help, they're gonna promote inflammation. Absolutely. And if we can balance it out or reduce our overall consumption of those and balance it, with that proline, glycine, hydroxyproline, then we're gonna have create more of an anti-inflammatory environment and the raw materials for really healthy joints. And so we're seeing like all of these athletes that are getting injured. We rarely have Ironmen nowadays, right? Like the Lou Gehrig, you know, the, the Ironmen that just play every single game. We don't have that anymore because, you know, one of the reasons uh, is just due to this deficiency in uh, these key amino acids that we find in broth and in collagen protein. And so, of course, the traditional way of getting collagen protein would be consuming some sort of a broth or eating a lot of that cartilaginous meat. But nowadays, of course, you know, there's other ways of doing it. And we've got supplements like collagen protein, bone broth protein. I know you've helped co-develop that with, you know, with Dr. Josh Axe as far as really bringing that to the market. And what do you find that the kind of benefits people are getting using protein powders like that? Well, it is really the unprotein powder in a yeah. sense, because if you think about it, we get, I mentioned, a lot of dairy, we get a lot of egg. Mm -hmm. I do, I eat a lot of pastured eggs every day. Yeah. We get a lot of, for the most part, beans, legumes, and grains, nuts, and seeds, the average person. Yeah. Why would you go and take your hard-earned money and buy protein powder made from dairy or eggs mm. or peas? I mean, peas are about 7% protein. To get yeah. protein from peas or rice in a concentrated powder, that is, highly processed, mm -hmm. right? What I love about bone broth protein is that it is broth that is prepared a special way and dried. It's a real food that has the water removed and it's loaded with glucosamine, chondroitin, hyaluronic acid, and it has amazing amino acids. Chicken, rather poultry broth, I believe, is more effective if you're gonna consume yeah. one broth because we are so deficient in so challenged in those joint spaces mm. and the lubrication and all of yeah. that, which leads to these replacements of all kinds mm. of you know, joints, et cetera. So we think those are the proteins you should consume, a collagen yeah. protein, a bone broth protein. And if you want more eggs and more dairy, et cetera, get some good quality yeah. products. Get some mm -hmm. fermented whole milk, full fat dairy products. Yeah. Get some consume some, I consume raw eggs every single day in smoothies, yeah. make some poached eggs. Mm -hmm. These are good sources. Consume fish, consume sardines with yeah. the bones in it. Right. That's a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and experiment, make yeah. fish broth, make mm -hmm. beef bone broth. But I do think poultry is special because it has more in it than meets the eye. The other thing that's important, broth proteins or collagen proteins, yeah. they're soluble. They immediately, mm -hmm dissolve in water and they also go into your system easier. Yeah. Meat proteins are insoluble. You can't, egg protein's insoluble. Yeah. Meat protein's insoluble. So there's something important about these soluble nutrients. You see it in juices. That's why raw juices can be good. Mm. Teas and herbal infusions and broth. I really think that 
the question of what would you eat on a deserted island? I used to yeah. get that a lot when I was interviewed on health talk radio, et cetera. And I would come up with the, you know, the coconut and mm -hmm. avocado and maybe sardines yeah. at times. But I really do believe animal food consumed in one pot where you eat everything that's edible is yeah. absolutely amazing. Think yeah. about, I mentioned sardines, but salmon yeah. with the bones in a can. Man, I don't right. love canned so foods, good. but yeah. that has as much calcium as milk does. Right. Also, broths don't have egg allergens soy allergens, dairy allergens, those are three top proteins. Yeah. Nuts, even seeds can be an allergen. So yeah. I believe every human being can benefit from broth, and I believe 1% will actually take the time to make it. Right. I have written about broth, as you pointed out, yeah. not just for Maker's Diet, but my very first book, Patient Heal Thyself, mm -hmm. had a broth recipe. But the amount of people who will actually make it are very slim. So yeah. I was so excited when we introduced bone broth protein because it gives you bone broth in seconds. Yeah. But utilizing these broth proteins and collagen substances in a ketogenic program with an organic set of food choices is huge. Yeah. And that's where I think this sort of collagenic, keto collagen lifestyle, yeah. it's critical. I don't think you could have one without the other. I think a keto yeah. diet preserves collagen due to inflammation reduction. Right. Yep. I think a infusion of collagen foods and beverages helps the body prepare for the changes yep. to a keto lifestyle, providing minerals, helping you eliminate, really further flush yep. out the unhealthy extracellular fluids. Really, it's a marriage made in heaven. Yeah, because broth is so rich in minerals, one of the best mineral sources as well. And going back to your point that most people aren't making it, you know, we just recently celebrated Thanksgiving and so we had this big organic turkey and uh, so I made a big thing of broth and then we also used it for stew and we made the stew and I made sure to get all, as much of the collagen and the tendons into that stew. And my wife was having it and she's like, this doesn't taste like turkey soup. And I'm like, this is the way it's supposed to be. This was an organically raised, sustainably raised turkey, so not your typical butterball. And on top of that, we had you know tons of the, the tendon and cartilage in there. And, uh, and so she was like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me, uh, Dave, how many times your wife has probably said, this doesn't taste like X. Right. I shudder yes. to think of the recipes that you've made. Yes, I, I introduced her to all of this, <laughs> so you're right. Yes. But you know what she does love is a bone broth protein powder, which there makes it go. really easy. It so does. she puts that in a shake every day, chocolate bone broth protein. My, my little kids. boys, they love that. They go crazy yep. over it. So, you know, that's a big, uh, you know, they're big fans of that. And when we had our uh, our two little ones, um, she recovered really fast, no stretch marks. And, you know, she had twins, she carried twins. So that's like unheard of. And we were doing high, high amounts of collagen. In fact, actually she's pregnant now with our third. Congratulations. Yes, thank you, you didn't even know. But no. uh, yeah, we, we haven't really kind of announced it yet. But, uh, but anyways, so we're doing high doses of collagen, mm. which is gonna help with just the elasticity as she grows and expands. And again, sense. no stretch marks after two kids. and. You know, she was 34 when she had them. So uh, that was awesome. Yes. And then you think about how many women have other issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly gestational diabetes, but there's a, a fairly high percentage of pregnant women who have stress stretch stress fractures in their feet. They're just not used to carrying around that much weight. And you you see women in late trimester complaining yeah. of joint pain, oh, yeah. hip pain, obviously. That's a great strategy. So you got keto and collagen, you got lots of good fats yes. and lots of yep. good 
collagenic amino acids, that's really a great one-two punch for pregnancy. Now, certainly we wouldn't recommend less than 20 grams of carbohydrates yeah. for someone right. Uh, right. who has a child but in waiting, but certainly high, high levels of fat. Yes. I mean, you can get carbs from avocado. You can get yeah. carbs from coconut. I think a lot of people get hung up on, speaking of the 20 grams, yeah. I really think it's a ratio. You can consume yeah. 20 grams of carbs mm -hmm. a day, but make it all in one apple, but yeah. consume nothing else with it and do a lot more damage than oh, yeah. the little bit of carbs that are yeah, in avocado. Exactly. I always look at it as, if you're gonna eat something that has carbs, have a lot of fat with it, yeah. that's really what, to me, one of the ways to help your body produce those ketones. Yeah. And the ketones are not the magic, the ketones are really the evidence of the magic yeah. occurring, right? I mean, that right. proves that it's happening, but the metabolism switch is what's really the key. Yes. And I, it's interesting, I have my 13-year-old son who's very serious about training for basketball on our new Keto 360 program. <laughs> yeah. I'm on it, my daughter's yeah. on it. Something for everybody. My 14-year-old yeah. wants to you know, be thin, my right. son wants to be strong. And I say, look, you're gonna be out on the court, you're gonna be playing against and with those you know, uh, glycogen-loaded athletes yeah. who are gonna deplete before overtime. But Very you're true. gonna be running on fat. Yes. And uh, it's just a neat thing that we're doing and, and we're, I'm seeing him thrive and and just the ability for him to train mm. and to absorb the impact is just extraordinary. So we're doing yeah. the collagen yep. proteins yep. from broth yeah. along with a keto diet with an emphasis on organic nutrient-dense foods. Yes. So you can do keto with all bacon of and course, yeah. conventional butter, yeah. like the old sort of um, yeah. Johns Hopkins diet for mm -hmm. epilepsy, yeah. or you can do an organic keto-type diet yeah. that's really holistic, and that's what we focus on. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you guys about Paleo Valley and their apple cider vinegar complex. This is a phenomenal product to help improve your digestion, your blood sugar stability, and your energy levels. Most people are dealing with blood sugar imbalances, and that can lead you to have a crash in the afternoon where you need a nap. It can also lead to unwanted weight gain, to inflammation affecting your joints, your skin, and all different parts of your body. Well, you know what? Apple cider vinegar is one of the best things for helping improve your blood sugar stability. You simply take it with meals and it helps reduce the glycemic impact of the food that you're consuming. And that's gonna help your body to burn fat for fuel. It's gonna reduce overall levels of insulin. And insulin is your pro-inflammatory fat storage hormone. We wanna get insulin under control. You know what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex that Paleo Valley made is they have a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, which is equivalent to one and a half tablespoons. That is really the clinical dose to get the best results. On top of that, <clears throat> they combined it with 300 milligrams of turmeric, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory herb, 300 milligrams of ginger. These are warming herbs that support good digestion, good stomach acid production. They also help to reduce inflammation in the gut and throughout the body. And they have 150 milligrams of cinnamon, which is one of the best herbs for improving insulin sensitivity and blood sugar stability. And they added in 50 milligrams of lemon into the apple cider vinegar complex to support bile flow and pancreatic enzymes. So you can really optimize your digestion and your nutrient absorption. All these ingredients are organic, 
So you can rest assured you're getting the highest quality product. So if you wanna check out the apple cider vinegar complex, go to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS to save 15% off today. That's right. So we call it a well-formulated ketogenic yes. diet rather than just a ketogenic diet because yes. we want to make sure we're getting that nutrient. You know, ultimately, we always want maximal nutrients, minimal toxins. So go. getting the organic, high-quality foods, really nutrient-dense sources is the key to doing that. And ultimately, it's always a personalized approach, right? Because like you were saying, that 20 grams net carb, for some people that are, you know, in a sense that... Uh, you know, they just, uh, they have significant insulin resistance. They need to get down real low. But somebody that's healthier, that has a better metabolic flexibility, they're better at utilizing glucose as an energy when it does elevate up and they don't need to screw as much insulin, they can handle more carbs, Absolutely. right? So the healthier your lifestyle is, the healthier, the more that you're applying this, the more you can turn on that fat burning switch and create that metabolic machinery. And that's really one of the big things that you guys emphasize in the Keto 360 program that you developed, right? Absolutely, it's, it's really keto made simple, <clears throat> yeah. plus organic, plus proteins from yeah. broth and collagen. And right. it allows you, I think, to go in and out. Sometimes people yes. self-select out of keto because they're mm -hmm. afraid they'll never be able to do it. And often the freedom to veer off occasionally is important. And I really oh, yeah. look at keto as an automobile. Yeah. You can turn it on anytime you want if yes. you understand the blueprint or have the key that yeah. unlocks the ignition. And I think that that's really been our goal. And for mm -hmm. me, I'm never going to be far away from ketosis. Right. And people argue with me, you're telling me the keto diet is an ancestral diet? There's no way that people only ate high fat beef yeah. and butter, et cetera. And they're right. They even say, you wrote yeah. the maker's diet. Jesus ate bread. He right. was called the bread of life and he fed the 5,000 men mm -hmm. plus others with loaves of bread. But here's the bottom line. Ketosis is not simply 20 grams of net carbs. Yeah. Ketosis can involve fasting. And that was Very the primary yep. way that our biblical ancestors yeah. were in ketosis. I always tell this story, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was talking to uh, the crowd, and then the message was over, and the disciples said, let's get out of here and get, and get some food. And Jesus said, no, we can't let these people begin their journey home where they will faint on the way they haven't eaten in three days. Now, he didn't say right. they're going to faint now, because <laughs> they had to walk maybe a day or two. Yeah. So point being, it was not rare to go 18 hours, yeah. two days, or three days without eating. Right. That automatically ensured that they were in ketosis quite often yeah. because fasting is part of it. Exactly. We know the macro ratio. Yeah. And I really believe it has more to do with the high fat than it does the low carb because you can be on a low carb and high protein diet and you're not going to be in ketosis. Yeah. It's, it's all about the fat. The fat is your governor if we're mm -hmm. using the car analogy. It, it helps prevent you from having your glucose go too high, your insulin go yeah. too high. So that's a way to get into ketosis too. Certainly the 70% fat calories, 20 to 25% protein, five to 10% carbs. There are other ways too, such as certain fats like MCTs yeah. from coconut or from yeah. palm oil. And then you've got the very fact that you consume a naturally caffeinated beverage. I mean, any caffeine will yeah. do it, but green tea, black tea, yeah. coffee, that will help you produce ketones. Right. And lastly, you can consume supplements that have what we call exogenous ketones. Yeah. So Keto360 tells you the five ways mm. to 
get into your fat burning zone. Right. Don't get hung up. There are people that uh, freak out on Facebook and online. You're consuming 37 net carb grams. That's not really <laughs> ketosis. Ketosis is the freedom to be able to burn yeah. fat as fuel. You know how you know you're in ketosis without measuring anything? If you can go 12 hours without eating and instead of feeling bad, you feel better. Right. And frankly, <laughs> I feel better in a fasted state oftentimes yeah. than I do when I've just eaten. Yeah. And I can tell you, lions are more energetic when they are hungry than when they are full. So it's, yes. it's also goes into sort of the intermittent fasting, which is mm -hmm. a key component to Keto 360. It isn't just following macros. It's trying to minimize your eating window, which helps yeah. in and of itself fuel your body the way yeah, that you I mean, want without to be. Yeah, without a doubt. Our ancestors were fasting. And ketosis really, or a ketogenic lifestyle, is really a fasting-mimicking diet. It is. Absolutely. Obviously, our ancestors were producing these ketones and utilizing them, but they weren't intentionally trying to do it. They just either had cultural practices or religious practices built around fasting, or they just didn't have food, right? Yes, and so, yes. Right? And so ultimately, the body developed this mechanism to be able to produce these ketones, and they have this epigenetic influence to downregulate inflammatory uh, genetic pathways in our body to help improve certain neuro neurotropic growth factors in our brain, and uh, just give us this incredible performance benefit. And that's why we call it the keto the, you know, in a sense, the keto edge lifestyle, right? In the summit, because it gives us that ultimate edge in life. And like you said, we don't need to be dogmatic about it. Ultimately, the goal is, and I know this is your goal with keto, with the uh, the uh, keto 360 lifestyles, help people become, in a sense, be able to trust their intuition and how their body's responding and be able to go longer periods without food. Because when you develop that metabolic flexibility where you can turn on the switch and let's say you did have carbs, let's say, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you had some fruit or whatever it was, your body was good at getting those car those the glucose out of the bloodstream quickly into the cells because if it's elevated in the bloodstream, it's toxic, it can damage nerves, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, advanced glycolytic end products, all this this whole uh, shenanigans that goes on in our body, just destroying our cells. So we get it out, we utilize it for energy, and then, right, we don't continue with these high-carb meals, but we might extend our period of time without food or do a high-fat meal shortly after so we can get our body back to burning fat as its primary fuel source. And like you said, we should be able to go easily 12 hours I mean, really 16 to 18 hours, as long as we're hydrated, we got the minerals and feel good. Like I always feel my best at like the peak of my oh, fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it just feels great. And, and as you get going, you may even be able to extend it where you're able to do like a full day, like 24 hours and it's not that big a deal. And it that's isn't. when you have the freedom, that metabolic flexibility. And that's what you're sharing with people with the, the Keto 360 program. And you're adding in these college Absolutely. collagenous proteins, right? Getting those, getting good Good, healthy, nutrient-dense food sources and adding those key amino acids to support the joints, support the immune system. So sounds like a great all-around program. I know you said your son's doing it and he's an athlete. Yes, yes. Yep. And so a lot of times athletes are concerned about ketogenic lifestyle because athletes, especially basketball players and athletes that are doing longer amounts of exercise, right? So whether they're playing a, a sport for multiple hours, football players, basketball players, tennis players, they're concerned because they've always been told they need the carbs. Right, right? carb loading. Yes. Yeah, uh, yep. carb, lo carb bloating or carb loading? <laughs> uh, it, it's, I'm really excited to 
I'll say prove this out in a small sample size with my yeah. son, but when I say he's on keto, for example, I'll, and I have a whole program, we're actually documenting it, and yeah. I'm a little biased, but I think his results are pretty spectacular. We'll do a can of organic full-fat coconut milk, mm -hmm. two or three raw eggs, yeah. and a scoop of our keto protein, and what we've got is we've got a combination of bone broth protein yep. and bone broth oil, that old okay. schmaltz my yeah. grandmother yeah, pulled yeah. off the top. It's not really schmaltz, mm -hmm. but I'm saying that. And what he's getting a thousand calories, yep. but 85 to 90% yeah. of them are High fat. fat. And mm -hmm. it is an efficient fuel source. We should call that your fourth quarter diet, right? I mean, honestly, yeah. I am so convinced that the athletic community and sports nutrition is dead wrong about this, yeah. that I believe in five to 10 years, we'll be seeing that as standard practice. Yeah. But then when you add the anti-inflammatory effects, the brain-boosting effects, the metabolic effects, it's just absolutely tremendous. And some yeah. people say, well, I keto diets help you lose weight, I can't afford to do it. Well, look, you can have some carbs, Tim Tebow eats six avocados a day, right? And he, wow, he does. calls himself yeah. on a ketogenic diet. And maybe he's not on one according to the yeah. strictness of it. He also happens to be the Mexican avocado spokesperson. Yeah. We love avocados, yeah. so that's great. But that's a perfect example of something. Just eat yeah, more healthy exactly. fat. Make that ratio work for you. Yes. And I do believe that the high-protein era of bodybuilding and recommendations, it's its going to be obsolete soon. I think mm -hmm. the plant-protein paradigm, it's going to be less popular soon, yeah. right? Now, I love chia seeds, not because of the protein source, because of the fat mm. and the protein. I love yeah. hemp. Absolutely. I love sesame. I love pumpkin seed. Sunflower is amazing. Yep. I like some nuts as well. Seeds are the best because of yeah. how high fat they are in relation to everything else. But... It's a plant diet, it's an animal diet, but the keto diet is so powerful, especially when yeah. combined with collagenic proteins that I am confident in five to 10 years, it'll still be here and going strong. Why? Because yeah. it was developed 50 or 100 years ago and developed by accident 5,000 years ago. Right, So Absolutely. it's really, truly amazing. Yeah. What we can see in teenagers, in the elderly, in athletes, Honestly, a woman who wants to lose weight and have beautiful skin, there's no better plan you could be on. Yeah, I mean, it's so true. And going back to your idea about, you know, with sports performance, I got a master's degree in exercise science. And as I was going through that program, I had read the Maker's Diet and I started doing intermittent fasting just because I felt better with it. And I was taught, hey, if you wanna exercise, you need to make sure you have something like 40 to 50 carbs before you exercise. And I would fast, literally I would drink a gallon of water and I would fast up until about two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'd work out. And then right after that, I'd have a meal and I'd eat for like a four hour eating window. And I had such incredible gains. You know, I had lost so much weight when I had irritable bowel. And all of a sudden I was digesting better and I put on so much muscle mass. And I just felt amazing. My strength was through the roof. And I was trying to explain this to the PhD who was teaching my class. And she just could not, this is you know, 2007, 2008, just could not comprehend. I was like, I don't know why, but I just feel great when I do this. And now the science is starting to come out. Yes. 10 years later, we're realizing, hey, you know, sci literally things being published every single day, you know, more and more athletes are jumping on this and saying, wow, I felt significant results by following a high fat ketogenic you know, lifestyle basically, and now adding in this element of doing the broth. I know um, 
the nutritionist for the LA Lakers started implementing that Absolutely, in. Yeah, right, and so yeah. it's starting to now get into the athletic world or professional athletic world. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that down the road. And, and, and you've really helped pioneer too. that. Yes, and keto, absolutely. And I've been following the principles of a high fat, real food diet and intermittent mm-hmm. fasting for 20, yeah. well, coming up on 20 years. Yeah. And look, the, the jury theoretically is still out because the preponderance of randomized clinical trials on a ketogenic yeah. diet, they're relatively small, mm-hmm. but they're strong. Yes. Uh, the animal studies are strong. Yeah. It's really just a powerful way to live. And as I said, I, I'm not dogmatic about it. Yeah. At Thanksgiving, I yeah. had a delicious spread of high fat, high carb. Yeah. We made these amazing einkorn mm-hmm. you know, muffins, and we had this Which incredible is organic grain. pie. Yeah. And it, we ate, the stuffing was absolutely yes. amazing with a sourdough mm-hmm. stuffing using einkorn again. And so it was, and you know what though? Three days of leftovers, because the turkey honestly is like the worst part. Yeah. I even like the the broth is amazing. Yeah. But you just eat all that stuff. I didn't want to let any of it go to waste. Yeah, of course. And you know what I did to get right back in there? I started with intermittent fasting yeah. and a decent decent length. Yeah. So next day, after whatever it was, three mm-hmm. days of gorging, 18-hour fast, and you're yeah. just right back in the swing exactly. of things. If you're gonna do it, meaning can sort of go off the wagon, mm-hmm. then it's so easy to get back. Yeah. And even if you want to cheat, there's even ways to do it. We we talk about in Keto 360 a feast or fire phase. And mm. we have these phases where you actually yeah. psychologically and physically fill up with junk food. Right. Part of the problem is when people start a diet, their big excuse is that I, I have all this food I have to eat first or et cetera. So, oh, so right. like, you know what? Yeah. Go eat it all within <laughs> reason. Start yeah. getting the high fats in. Yeah. You know, put some governors in place, yeah. then go on this fire phase. Yeah. But if you need to feast, go on a feast meal, but do it yeah. for one hour at a time. Yeah. Because I remember reading a book years ago uh, by the Hellers, I think it was called The Sugar Addicts Diet, or yeah. one of those sugar blues. If you will eat a bunch of food in a short window, in an hour's period of time, eat as much as you want, just the freedom to think you can, yep. it will maximize the amount of insulin you can create. Yeah. Rather than, I don't know if you experienced this, but when oh, I eat yeah, if you Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. when I had those meals that were three meals yeah. in a day, I literally woke up thinking this is what it would feel like to be hungover. Now, I've not been intoxicated, yeah, right. but I'm confident that's what it feels yeah. like. Just yep. like you don't want to get up, you're heavy, you're yucky, because we can actually convert carbs and sugars to alcohol in our body. Mm. So again, you can mm. be free to sort yeah. of spread your wings a little bit. If you go to an event and you go off the diet, just do it within certain parameters yep. and you're not done. You're not, oh, I blew it. I used to be, I'm starting Monday. No, I'm starting yeah, next Monday. No, yeah. I'm starting next month. No, I'm starting January 1st. And everyone gets so guilt-ridden and condemned. You can get right back on there. Yep. Take that key, turn the ignition, and get exactly. back in the zone. I mean, I think that's really what it's all about. We don't necessarily want to be dogmatic or have these kind of really tight, restrictive rules because that's just not a fun life to live. We want to have the freedom. And I think ultimately that's, I think the the idea of, a, of the ketogenic lifestyle is really about creating more freedom in your life. You're less driven by cravings. Um, you've got more energy, better brain function throughout the day. So if you're at a holiday or you're at something, make the best choices possible, of course, but enjoy yourself, right? Have fun, enjoy yourself, and then, you know, basically, hey, 
jump right back into this ketogenic lifestyle, high fat or do an intermittent fast, hydrate your body well. You've got the metabolic machinery built up once you've gone through the process and you can jump right back into that and reduce the inflammation or any negative ramifications that may have come from the feast meal, right? And, and, and you know, for really there are some health benefits too from doing an occasional feast meal. And this is really what our ancestors did. It wasn't oh, like, yeah. you know, if they killed an animal or if they had food, it wasn't like, oh, let's, let's be careful let's not to overeat. Yeah. They didn't have refrigeration. So it was like, eat it now or, you know, it's spoiling. Or something else is going to eat <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, or they pickle it or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So they get the minerals and they get the fermented foods. But, you know, typically it was like, hey, feast or famine. Feast or famine. Absolutely. That's right. And I first learned about <clears throat> intermittent fasting from a doctor who wrote about this feast or famine. He yeah. was more about for two weeks have 7,000 calories and then for mm. two weeks have 1,200. But learning about the intermittent fasting within a day, yes. time, to me, that's revolutionary because yes. you're never more than one day away from the zone. And we yes. keep saying the zone, but to me, it's a fat-burning zone. Right. It's the being sharp, being focused, yes. being strong, being energetic. And I think so many of us struggle mm -hmm. with these sugar issues. When I was a kid, every class I had after lunch, I fell asleep. I know. I had too. behavioral issues. Yep. My class before lunch, best grades, most attentive to the school bell ringing. But what I eat for lunch, juice boxes, bagels, and they were yeah. whole wheat or whatever, but it was all carbohydrates, all sugars. Totally. I, even though I had a great upbringing, I used to drink like eight glasses of 100% juice a day. Right. Ridiculous. Just I just drained my life. But now we don't do that. My kids don't do that. And it's pretty awesome. Yes. Absolutely. And again, you know, it's really the ketogenic lifestyle. You know, we restrict those things, but it actually gives you that freedom because you don't have the cravings. And so ultimately, a lot of the foods that I grew up on, I don't crave anymore. And the good thing is, you know, with, with technology today, with natural sweetening agents and things like that, you can enjoy sweet foods without the blood sugar spike. Right, and I know some of the products you guys have made taste amazing with the bone broth protein, and now the keto bone broth protein. Great flavor to it. Um, you know, anything you're doing with coconut milk and putting in these powders, mm. raw chocolate, some of these really good things, stevia, monk fruit. Um, you can create incredible flavors and get that sweet flavor, but not have the blood sugar drop a few hours later. That leaves you just you know, low on energy, you're irritable, and then you're craving more sugar. And you don't have that negative cycle. Instead, you just feel really, really good. Absolutely. And I think that's what it comes down to is you want to not be driven by your cravings, but instead manage your cravings. Like you choose wisely and say, you know what? I think for this particular meal, I'm going to indulge myself and maybe have something I normally wouldn't because I just want to have more enjoyment in my life. But it's not like you're, you're, you're craving it, you're salivating over it, and you're like, I have to eat this now. <laughs> you know, you're able to choose wisely on it. I and promise I you, if, if you fast, you're going to crave cucumbers. And anything oh, you I eat know. after Pickles. a fast, you, oh, lettuce yeah. tastes delicious <laughs> when it's only water. Uh, it is, it is um, amazing the benefits you get from a keto-type diet. My son, as I mentioned, is 13. And yeah. most 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, uh, puberty age young men and even young girls yeah. have pimples, maybe not active. Yes. But I've noticed a keto type diet is absolutely amazing for oh, skin. Oh, yeah. So good for skin. I, I've noticed that as well. And so, Jordan, what are your top five? Your, if you were going to be on that desert island, I right, you five? had mentioned, yes. you get five it's foods. Like this, a desert paradise. Five foods, two supplements to bring. Okay. What are they? Um, five foods. I'm going to 
go with, you know, I'm going to go with a poultry soup, you know, because mm-hmm. you got, yeah. I'm going to call that one food. And that's type two collagen, that's right? That's type two Whereas, collagen, but also, yep. and I talked about the meat broth not being as good, but it yeah. is really good. Yes. It's got anercine and carnosine. Mm-hmm. Those are two amino right. acids, plus the proline, glycine, yep. et cetera. Uh, so I would say a a broth or a soup for mm-hmm. sure. I'm gonna go avocado. I mean, avocado is yeah. so amazing. It's yeah. gentle, it's good fats, potassium, yes. vitamin E, et cetera. Yep. I'm gonna say the coconut because yeah. it's so hydrating and you can yeah. do all kinds of great things with it. I'm gonna throw chia in there. Mm. The the soluble fiber combined yeah. with the fat is absolutely fabulous. Right. And it's not a food and it's not gonna sustain, but I'll throw turmeric in there. I mean, you, oh, you yeah. gotta, spices are so amazing. Yeah. You might say, well, Jordan, you didn't really have a vegetable. <clears throat> I love vegetables, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, yeah. but I really prioritize fats. Yeah. And so if you look at what I've got there, people don't realize how much fat's in a broth or soup yeah. traditionally. So I prioritize fats. I could go in there with or some tart berries that are good for antioxidants, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe a sea berry uh, yeah. or sea buckthorn because it's a berry that's high in fat. Right. I'll stick with my five. Yeah. Two supplements. Um, right now, the two most valuable supplements I take on a regular basis, and two is really hard, but I do one of our keto proteins, which mm-hmm. has that bone broth oil. It's got bone broth. Yeah. It's got a meat protein, it's got ashwagandha, it's an amazing product, and that's my go-to, one of my go-to protein sources. And then turmeric oil. Hmm. Um, it is so potent and concentrated. Yeah. It's hard to go for two because I do take a lot of supplements, but right. out of all of them, in a deserted island scenario, that is concentrated power that can do pretty, you can live on the keto protein practically, and the turmeric yeah. oil just really sets your body up for ultimate success. Yeah, you can make golden milk, right? You got your turmeric, oh, yeah. you got your coconut. coconut. Oh there man, I'm hungry now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how do people find out more about you, about the Keto360 program, about bone broth protein? Well, you can visit yep. bonebrothprotein.com. Mm-hmm. Our new Keto360 program is available now at draxx.com, available at practitioner's offices and health food stores near you. We're really excited about that. And we have an online engagement platform where you can join hundreds, if not thousands of others going through the 30-day program. That's what I love about Keto360. It's not nine months. It's not even 12 weeks. It's 30 days. And we believe you'll experience amazing results. We have three clinics that are exclusively Mm -hmm. using the Keto360 program. And of course, I'm partnered with Dr. Josh Axe. So draxe.com, Dr. Axe YouTube channel, Facebook page, Instagram. We do all kinds of great things together, great articles, teaching, et cetera. DrJockers.com has a lot of our stuff. So yeah, excited to be part of this. And I really believe that this information could change more lives than really anything that's out there. This is not a fad. This is the past, but more importantly, it's the future. Well, Jordan, this has been an amazing interview, and I just want to acknowledge you for being a pioneer in the natural health movement and having such a huge imprint on my own health journey and helping me overcome irritable bowel and chronic issues and um, really just, pure, you know, again, uh, just being a, a, a beacon of hope and a beacon of truth for so many people out there that are looking to improve their health. And so definitely check out uh, DrAxe.com, Bone Broth Protein, Keto 360 program. I'm really excited about that. I know that's that's a new one that you guys just put out. And you know, if you, the listener, have enjoyed this interview and gotten a lot of value out of it, then I want to encourage you to consider owning the entire Keto Edge Summit for yourself. That way you get access to all the interviews, the transcripts, the bonuses, 
everything you need to really start your journey and get that edge in life through the ketogenic lifestyle. If you do that, we would be so honored and we will see you in a future interview. God bless you. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.